the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, joined as always by Troy and Aaron. How are we, fellas? Uh, not too shabby. Good, good. Schneebad. 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 See, we're hot covering your head there, mate. It's a bit cold. It's cold up in the Highlands, all right? Even though it's not quite the Highlands. Thunder but... rolling over the Highlands. <laughs> <laughs> If you're Vinnie Mac, all of Scotland is the Highlands. Uh, yeah, if you're Vinnie Mac, though, all of fucking England's London, so it's, you know, <laughs> same difference, isn't it? Uh, um, speaking of which, um, I don't know where I was going with that. I, I do have an anecdote about that, where I was at a Raw taping in Manchester, and uh, they shown the London Eye and everyone started booing. Oh, it was like you know when they show like the place as well, and they have like the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Manchester, and it was a picture of the London Eye. It was like (laughs) went down as you'd expect. The thing is, you can show Old Trafford or the the Etihad, and it would go down badly with a certain sector of the fans. So maybe just go down the middle and just show the London Eye. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Just get everyone booing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> or, or you know, have someone who actually researches the places they visit and get like footage of the actual place. Or that. I mean, they've <laughs> they've got how many camera staff, and you can't just have one go around with a fucking video camera, just like <laughs> getting a few shots. Come on, guys, play the game. Come on. Anyway, <laughs> while we're on the subject of RAW, that was where I was going with that. Should we talk about it? Let's do it. Um. So it starts off with a moment of bliss, which is. Ironic, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I don't think this was. I thought it was a bit of a shit segment. Um, so Alexa is sitting in the ring. She's got like a kind of a new set. She's got Kid like a chairs. table with a doll with a yeah. cage in it. Um, and they didn't make any reference to that at all. They didn't look at it. No, I, still, I don't know what it is. What is this doll in a cage? Tell me for? what I'm seeing. Come on, colour commentary. This is your Come job. On. Well, Phillips, um, oh, he was on fire I'll, the night. Just people I'll do it as, <laughs> as, as we're like the ones analysing it, I'll do it. It's a metaphor for Alexa. Um, oh, uh, that was shite. It's true, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. was, like trapped by the fiend. I suppose. That's what it was. No. <laughs> no one picked up on it. All right. um, I, I didn't pick on it. I didn't pick up on it, but listen to how disappointed he is. Now, imagine if they had told him on commentary. Would you have been just as disappointed? Or is it if they'd have didn't... told him on commentary, he would have probably had eight pages about Phillips talking about it. <laughs> um, instead of being disappointed because I told him. It's like, it's like something else that you told him that we'll talk about later. Yes. That, oh. I imagine he's not even going to bring up. Um, <laughs> So anyway, uh, Alexa said, says that Orton's in a foul mood um, and she wouldn't be in a phenomenal mood either. See what she did there? Very um, good, very good. And she said, if this happened to me last week and she was like a replay of The Fiend, um, 
interfering in Orton's match with AJ. Uh, uh, what yeah. she said was, I wouldn't be in a phenomenal mood if this happened to me either. Then shows a video. That's literally what I just said. That's what you just said. Oh, I didn't hear phenomenal, sorry. <laughs> Fuck me. That's all right. We'll let you Are off. you all right, mate? <laughs> it's been a bad day, boys. Come on. <laughs> Have you, did you uh, clear all that hair out of your ears when you cut it? <laughs> A bit peely wally today, mate. A bit peely wally. <laughs> oh, anyway, fuck me. Come on, mate, play the game. <laughs> so yeah, she she asked if Orton um, has asked himself why why the fiend would do that to him. He says he's not been formally introduced to the fiend, but he knows Bray very well, um, and that they're similar. The only difference is the the fiend wears a suffering outside, whereas Orton bottles it up. Thought that was quite cool. I thought that line, was cool. Yeah, it was kind of like the diamond in this rough segment. Um, <laughs> Orton then says he found Bray's vulnerability, uh, and he ba- oh sorry, he says he found Bray's vulnerability last time and bent it to the ground, and he thinks he's found the fiend, and then like looks at Alexa menacingly. Um, she then asks who's mani- manipulating who, and like kind of like goads Orton into doing something. The lights drop out, like slowly drop out. One by one, like, yeah. She's kind of controlling it, not the fiend, which mm. is weird. Um, they finally go out. They come back up with like the the screeching and the red light, and Orton's like holding Alexa in his arms like she's a child. Um, and literally he just passes it to the fiend and rolls out and asks who's laughing now. Um, I thought this was a bit. It was a. It's a bit weird. Wouldn't it? it was uh, a graph, wasn't it? I kind of. If uh, I don't laugh, I'll cry. So I'll laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of. Uh, it's weird. I, Apparently, I like what um, they're doing, but it was just kind of executed badly. Yeah. Apparently, this was a segment that a lot of people who like like from the writing team hated. Really. And Vince was like adamant that he wanted it playing out exactly that way. Oh. Um, which, wow, that explains a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those reports of Raw being in absolute chaos this week and they didn't get the finalised script sent out to talent until 25 minutes before the show aired um, because Vince is a fucking child. Um, but yeah, yeah um, it, it's... You, this kind of, like, kind of shown that it was, like, 25 minutes before the show because it was just oh, awkward, yeah. the whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. Like... None of it really made sense by either of the characters. Mm. And then you factor um, Alexa into that. It didn't really make sense as part of her story arc as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of this at all. Um, mm. After this, we get um, the, symphony, the Symphony of Destruction match. Right. Um, Round one for Phillips. Who are any boys? <laughs> well, I was, about to, I was about to ask you a question in regards to that. And oh. the way you've answered before I even asked. Oh, sorry. But I was gonna say no, I, I was gonna say, what are you gonna do without Cody Graves making megadeth references? And here we are. <laughs> um three things before the match starts, all by Phillips, right? First one, it's a match unlike anything you've seen before. That's a lie. Right? It's the third one. <laughs> it's the third one because you also told us that. <laughs> Pretty much straight after. 
boys, he's given us a booster, though. It's the final chapter of this rivalry. Oh, thank fuck. Right. Is he? Well, well. Are we sure? And finally, Elias now in his third Symphony of Destruction match. He's been in every one. So you've just contradicted your last <laughs> statement. <laughs> Fucking hell, Tom. <laughs> Does that mean Elias is the new Undertaker because he's got his own match? <laughs> Fucking hell. That's an oppressive thought, isn't it? Fucking <laughs> um, <laughs> hell. Should we get should we just talk about the match? Go before on. I, before I get too upset with myself. Um <laughs> so it starts off um pretty back and forth. Jeff tries to jump jump off the steps with a violin. Uh, Elias meets him with a jumping knee and slams him into the apron. Uh that looked upset. There's a few bumps in this match that looked upset, and there's obviously the big one we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. Happens, but the straight up, straight up, Jeff like going into the apron looked just upsetting. Um, <laughs> Elias then slams Jeff into what Tom Phillips calls sorry to step on your toes here, Aaron. The Shinsuke uh, Nakam- Nakamura Memorial Grand Piano. <laughs> Why um, is it called that? I don't well, remember that Nakamura, being... uh, got slammed on it in the last one. Oh, did he? That's yeah. how memorable the last one was then. Was it not I'd like forgotten. a six man tag or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was Elias and somebody versus Nakamura, Zayn and Cesaro, I think. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, Nakamura took a nasty bump on the piano, so that's why they uh, mentioned it. It starts moving. Archery tied in there, because of course he is. Obviously, this is <laughs> a, lot well, a lot more well thought out in principle than when they actually went to do it, because you could see for ages that the piano was fucking... Oh, yeah. hiding somebody because the, the lid was up like at a funny angle yeah. not like not there was like, like a ridge in it too like yeah buckled a truth yeah. size lump <laughs> as if a man was hiding in there yes as uh, if a up. man was hiding in there <laughs> um, yeah as soon as like Archer's revealed Eric Gulak and the Lucha House Party all run after him um I don't know what exactly happened. I know Gulak got clotheslined and then did Metalik just fall over? No, Jeff hit Metalik, I think. But did he hit Metalik? Yeah, but like both guys hit one of the jobbers, I think. Yeah, but because after this, uh, Lindsay and Gulak are then checking, like one's just there and Lindsay's checking on Metalik like he'd been shot by somebody. Um, (laughs) Elias and Jeff just hit them with guitars. Um, yeah, it, it, I wasn't sure if Metal could just fell over. <laughs> um, Elias reverses a twist of fate. Jeff uh, reverses drift away. Elias pushes Jeff into the corner with the with like the guitar like lodged in like a steel chair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Elias like loads his hand. With, I thought that was quite cool, quite a cool spot. Uh, loads his hands with like guitar picks and then punches yeah, yeah, him with yeah. it. Um, there was a, there was a quote from I don't know if it was Tom or Byron I just mentioned. He's like Wolverine. Nice. Definitely yeah. not, mate. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, like stop a it. Bargain bin Wolverine. Wolverine. Like, like when you order Wolverine off Wish. Like if Dolph Ziggler was Wolverine. <laughs> Whoa! Um, Whoa! Whoa! So, uh, Elias, Elias slams Jeff into a drum kit. Um, he misses a running, a running knee into a gong, and then Jeff just throws him through the drums. Um, Jeff reverses an electric chair, not an electric guitar, into a head scissors. <laughs> um, 
goes for a whisper in the wind and Elias hits him out the air with a guitar. Um, Elias tries to impale Jeff with the guitar neck, misses and then sticks at the amp and electrocutes himself, which... <laughs> I mean... He sold it afterwards. It was just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was straight up thinking, though, if Jeff had to hit him, surely he'd get electrocuted too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Jackson well, yeah. made um, a really weird sound that I've never heard any man make in my life. I I don't know what it was, but he was just like <laughs> it was really really odd. It was so bizarre. I don't know why I, he was doing it because it was like he was getting electrocuted. I had, I had too much. I had too much Phillips in my life this week to deal with Saxton as well. So <laughs> you can have that one. Cheers, mate. <laughs> to be fair, they both sound so similar. I'm surprised you can tell the difference between the two. Yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely can't tell the difference half the time between uh, Phillips and Saxton. Yeah. It's only because I've got to write to who says it. That's all. It's only, it's only because Byron gets like giggly every now and again. It sounds like Michael Cole, like out of breath. Um, that's the only way I can tell the difference. Uh, so anyway, Jeff, it's um, Elias with a bassoon. Whoa, um, whoa! Wasn't a bassoon. Definitely wasn't a bassoon. Tom calls it. What said on commentary. Tom is incorrect because he's then corrected by Joe. Double bass. Like, it's a double bass. I looked it up. I think it's actually I a got... cello. Oh. Mm. I tell okay. you what though, it's definitely not bassoon. Look one of those up. That's like a long flute. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what I was like. Yeah, it's definitely not Tom, bassoon. But I wrote it down because they said it. Yeah. Because I thought, well, one of you will correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously um, not Aaron. He's not been doing his music um, instrument. Come research. on, Aaron. I I fell asleep in this match. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair play. I can't even play Did not want to go back and watch it. <laughs> um, do you know? Do you know who else nearly fell asleep in this match? <laughs> We'll get on to that now. Jeff Hardy, when he hit Swanton and twatted his head on the steel steps. Fuck it, and he did. Jesus. So he puts Elias on the table, puts some like ukuleles and shit on him, and then hits a Swanton, but he doesn't get, he doesn't make the clearance properly. And then the table doesn't break like properly either. So he kind of just bounces off, smacks the back of his head on the steps. Oh, it was horrible. And then he like just crawls over Elias. Elias looked like he was in agony after this as well because like it didn't break properly. Mm. Um, and then Jeff just picks up a tambourine and starts hitting it. I don't know if he was trying to wake himself up or just, <laughs> just, just like shake, show shake everyone he's all right. I'm fine, it's fine. I can still play the tambourine in time to my own music. Or yeah, could have just been Jeff Hardy doing Jeff Hardy things. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was a really scary spot and it's not the first time he's done that either. Which Maniac. Is, yeah. Last yeah. time he did that was in a, in a steel cage match in TNA where he fell off the top of the cage onto the steps. Jesus. That was upsetting. Um, needless to say, he nearly died doing that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a highlight, that- yeah, a highlight of that match wasn't even a match. It's just the fact that Elias gets to come down to his own song now. Yeah. I was about to say, I like the fact that... Um, he comes out to like one of his new songs as well. Yeah, like yeah. they should have that as a reoccurring thing. Like I, I think they will you. do. It's awesome. I can't this remember you used to this do show, it. This show was before with him as he'd always be the first one out just sitting in the middle of the ring. So you'd never get yeah, an yeah, entrance. You'd never get an entrance from him. So. Yeah. yeah. Someone else used to do it. Uh, R-Truth. Yeah. K-Quick. Was it R-Truth? I mean, R-Truth comes done... out to his own song. Yeah, I think he might have done it in um, TNA. Possibly, like he come, 
he'd come out like he'd come out to What's Up because it's his song yeah, yeah. and then he released a new song and came out to that for a bit Jeff Jarrett went to his own song probably yeah yeah not the best music he came out to no that was T.I. <laughs> um, because it's my world my 2010 world. The, the glory years <laughs> yeah the, the, uh, the dark days when Jeff Jarrett was like at the chant uh, a stranglehold on the um, NWA <laughs> championship or so um, after this we got Keith Lee working out Riddle comes up and chat shit I didn't even bother writing this down because nope. it was just awful pop pop pop, pop. You, know, you know it's bad when it, even Aaron's not wrote it down <laughs> I've literally got Riddle promo that's it yeah, yeah. It's it, nonsense. Couldn't it be arse? He, he did. He did an impression of Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. Keith Lee looked about as impressed as we all did. Uh, let's move on. Dope. Four twenty, bro. Well, we'll get to that later. Um, so after this, we get Ricochet versus Slapnuts. Um, Mustafa um, Ali. Just before, are you going into the bit beforehand? Yeah. Yeah, mate. Right. Okay. Sorry, right. Good time. <laughs> do, do you want to cover it? Because I didn't really I mean, write much. I, I just, right. I basically, Ali just basically um, tried to recruit Ricochet. was all I've wrote. No, no. Yeah. Ali's doing his, like, he can't wait for karaoke night on Thursday because <laughs> he starts by going, why, why can't you see? <laughs> <laughs> Ali goes, why can't you see? He also says the line, where is it? Just maybe you'll see what I see. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, um, are we turning retribution to show tunes now? Yeah. <laughs> is it going to um, be a musical number every week? <laughs> I'm slap, Slapjack speaks absolute nonsense when he goes, well, the rest of the world rejected me, saw me as a joke. Ali saw me for what I really am, a weapon of retribution. Like you just, you just, you're just a weapon. On that. <laughs> um, M- did, maybe did the dildo from as well. Dead Rising like, 4, aye. He had, he, had, um, <laughs> he had like similar sort of like face paint to like what Mace has under it, under his mask, right around his eyes, you know, like black, the black Around his eyes, yeah. But it, he had as well, in there's like holes on his mask, it looked like someone had coloured it in with a Sharpie. <laughs> it's probably Vinny last minute. So yeah, yeah, because he had like the stuff around his eyes, around his mouth, like Mace does. But then he had like two gaps there, like on his cheeks, like where the holes were, and it literally just looked like someone had just gotten a sharpie and coloured it in. <laughs> <laughs> Gone shit, we're on air in a minute. <laughs> Quick, fill that in. Get on. <laughs> oh, that mask's fucking dreadful, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Tell Eric Young that. <laughs> that's it. Looks more like he's, a, he's in TNA. That's his excuse. That's killer backers. Anyway, so we're talk, not talking about Air Relic, we're talking about Slapjack. Um, Lesser so, of two evils. Yeah, Ali's basically like kind of teasing that Ricochet is going to end up joining um, Retribution. I wrote, I wrote here for some reason, if he's not Nexus, he's... Oh, because there's shit Nexus. If he's not Nexus, he's against us. Um, uh, so, yeah... Um, Ricochet then says things, says if you can't save them, he'll kick them in the face or some bollocks like that. I don't know. Um, I'll beat you because that'll prove that I'm uh, better than you, 
He started like, like stumbling on his own words, yeah. like forgetting what did he? <laughs> it, it, like the thing is, Ricochet's not a bad promo. No. But they put it. He's better when he's like giving bullet points. If he's given like a fucking script, you can tell he's awkwardly trying to remember it. Mm. And he's not very good at remembering. A bit like me when I'm reading my notes sometimes. Um, <laughs> and he, he just he just kind of like he'll, he'll just like lose a train of thought like mid sentence and mm-hmm. then go, oh, shit, yeah, I need to say that. <laughs> come on, just oh, fuck's sake. Play the game, Ricky. Um, come on, Ricochet. Come, come on, Trevor lad. Better come on, Trevor lad. He's um, a man, Trevor man. Trevor man, Trevor man. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't give him that gimmick, to be honest. <laughs> Trevor man, Trevor man. Yeah. <laughs> Does whatever a Trevor can. <laughs> New, um, news reporter Trevor McDonald. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, dear. Come on, move yeah, on. So, anyway, to <laughs> anyway, Ricochet controls early on, uh, gets distracted by Ali, Slapnut sweeps his leg out, um, hits his head against the top rope and follows up with a cannonball. Uh, Ricochet gain- regains a bit of control, hits a running shooting star press. Ali then summons uh, Mason T-Bar to come out and give like help out. Ricochet throws slap- uh, Slapjack into them. Uh, uh, the uh, dildo weapon from Dead Rising can't even fall out the ring properly. The <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> The dildo weapon from Dead because Rising. Because he got, he got called a weapon of retribution in the promo. So he's a shite weapon. <laughs> like I Dolph. see. Like Dolph. Oh, he never got called a weapon, though, did he? Well, we've called him. Yeah, it, I've so. just called him up. <laughs> <laughs> just then, mate. Um, anyway, re- retroactively calling Dolph a weapon is not what we're talking about. Um, so Rick Shea throws Slapjack into them, dives on all of them. Dana Brooks just like comes out of nowhere, slaps Ali. For, for reasons. And then disappears again. Very well, well. Literally. T- turns around, s- turns Ali around, stares at him for a solid five seconds, and then proceeds to slap him. <laughs> did, you see his, did you see his tweet? No. He, he tweeted out after that, Dana Brooks just jealous because I use better shampoo than it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. No lies detected. No lies detected. They're like, well, and Ali, lad. Um, yeah, Mason T. then got kicked off the apron by Ricochet. Ali distracts Ricochet um, after being slapped. Um, but he doesn't really sell it long. He just turns around after, because Dana, Dana Brooks like, literally just fiended out with it. She's like teleported. Um <laughs> Distracts Ricochet, uh, Slapjack hits like a swinging Saito suplex, which looks really cool. Hmm. Uh, wins. Slapjack gets his first victory over the last man until Randy Orton to pin Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And do, you know, do you know how much commentary cared about that? Zero. Because immediately yeah. after the pinfall, it just started <clears throat> talking about Drew. Yeah, Drew promo, more Drew promo. Fucking nonsense. I, yeah. Then um, it went to an ad, and then there was more Drew promo after that. <laughs> re- remember him when Brock was feuding with Tina when he first came back and he wanted Raw to be named the Raw with Brock Lesnar? Yeah. This was like Raw with Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or starring Drew McIntyre, because that's all we fucking saw. I was getting I was getting sick oh, of Drew by the so end of this, I'll be honest. So bored. Because it was like, it's all stuff I've seen. It's all stuff I'm familiar with. If you want us to watch it, just tell us. Just, I'd rather see an advert from the network and be like, "Look at all hey, the Drew stuff on here," than just give me like six, seven fucking video packages. Recapped, every single thing they recapped on this on this show throughout the night for Drew 
to build up to an, an in-ring interview and then a match. They Pants. literally could have done in like a five-minute video package. Yeah. In one. They they didn't need to literally put it throughout the show and like mm. drip feed, does it? They could have done it in one video package. This is why Drew is such a dominant champion. Mission accomplished. Not. Um, so, before he gets in the ring later on in the night, six times he shows six up Six video packages. Either video packages they- or... Promos. Or... I started fast forwarding them. Fuck, man. It's almost like they wrote the show like 25 minutes before it went on air. You know, you that's, know what? That's very I... specific, Troy. <laughs> I, said, I said earlier that this episode of Raw felt like a fucking BuzzFeed article mm-hmm. because of the quality of writing. I feel like that's some kinds of BuzzFeed, and most of their fucking articles are just memes with a caption. <laughs> that's all this was, wasn't it? It fucking was. It was like, oh, look when Drew did this. Look when Drew did that. Mm-hmm. Just exactly like a fucking BuzzFeed article. Oh, look yeah. when Drew did a shite in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was the toilet and not someone's bag like Randy Orton, mate. Come on. <laughs> um, Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> Lloyd by Sher Lloyd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh god you gotta make yourself laugh when Raw's bad don't you <laughs> um, speaking of bad laugh, things you'll cry <laughs> yeah speaking of bad things after this we got Miss TV with Seamus um, <sighs> and I'm, I'm fed up with Miz and Morrison as well like they yep. just paired them just doing my fucking head yep right. just, which is a shame I've because missed... they're both really good but I'm just really bored of them split them up both of them on a meaningful singles run because they're doing fuck all together Split as a tag up, team. Have them be on d- different brands so we don't have to think about it. Yeah. Um, put John Morrison in the cupboard, let him go stale. Whoa! Um, Whoa. Don't disrespect Johnny Drip Drip like that. He's a better of the two. Senior no, Drip not. Drip. <laughs> Senior I'm, Drip Drip. I'm, I'm putting my foot down on this. No, he's not. Because oh. some of this shit that he comes out with every week just Only makes him unlikable. He's stuck with him, is that's why. Correct. <laughs> Case in point. Because <laughs> it's because he's the Marty of the team. That's what it is. He's the Ziggler um, of the team. Yeah. Ross, he's a good one. Okay. <laughs> Miz has got some of that fucking John Morrison stink on him, and it's just like it's affecting how I feel about him. Miz has got some of that Bobby Roode stink on him. <laughs> Bobby Roode, former NXT champion, former anyway, TNA champion. Anyway, Miz TV, let's <laughs> get on with it. Fucking hell, Aaron's moving the show. Oh, fucking hell, what's going on? Um, yeah, so Miz plugged all his TV shows that he's on. Well done for him. Um, Morrison, he watches them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Morrison says Seamus doesn't like tanning. Um, we've heard that one before, haven't we, lads? Uh, Old. <laughs> they ask about Thanksgiving, and John Morrison starts talking about Michael Flatley because Ireland. you know it, it's it's as if it's as if the person who wrote this um, hasn't read like a fucking newspaper or something since like hasn't watched TV for <laughs> ten years. Yeah. I can't wait for like 2030 when we get a Thanos gimmick. Um, <laughs> so, We've got uh, that already. Roman wears a fucking gold wrist bracelet, didn't he? Yeah. 
But Vince doesn't know what it is, does he? Um, <laughs> he'll have he'll have someone literally do the snap, and they'll all get sent to NXT. Um, <laughs> all the all the call ups, he's fucked up. That'd be amazing. Um, so anyway, they bring up Drew and Sheamus. Um, getting oh sorry, Drew get uh, getting his sword back off Sheamus. Um, Sheamus says he didn't want anything in return, and they're like, "Oh, we well, should have." Um, yeah, they, from they give, say, from giving him the sword that he he's gave him from his family's heritage. How did Sheamus ended up with Drew's fucking family heritage sword and shite? <laughs> How did that happen? He's been around the, the grandparents in the attic, isn't he? Is that what he's done? He's just rummaged Drew's attic he, he, in the Highlands and went, oh, well, I'm, I'm so, having that. <laughs> To reference something Samoa Joe said later, he crossed Giants Causeway. Oh, didn't I? I've <laughs> got that to Scotland. Don't wait. I will bring that up. Wait, <laughs> Look at him, he's fuming. <laughs> oh, Aaron, you look like Phillips. you're losing your hair over it, mate. Phillips is on point tonight. <laughs> well, anyway, basically, the crux of this is they're saying that Seamus is jealous of Drew. He should get a title shot off Drew. Um, Miz says when he catches in, he's going to give Morrison the first shot. Um, and then he calls Seamus an afterthought and a joke. Seamus beats the fuck out of them. Miz hits them with the briefcase. And shite. The best, the best um, part of this was when Miz just spat a bit of fire on Seamus at the end. Yeah. The bit at the end was really good. But that everything leading to it was a waste of my fucking time. Yep. Yes, it was. Basically. That's just <laughs> raw in a nutshell, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. There was a load of shit just to waste time. Um, speaking of wastes of time, next we had Lana and Asuka versus Shayna and Naya. Um, just <laughs> segue. Just before, and it's only a brief point, but it was just it yeah. was nice to see. You see the the briefcase like bust open after he'd finished it and yeah. Shayna's with it. Miss put you know, the contract back. The contract in. in it. It was just for me. I was like, okay, they do keep a piece of paper in there. Imagine if that had opened up, how much would have ripped Nothing it to shreds and it. gone on? It's yeah. fuck all in there. At least there's something in there. That's a yeah. little bit of attention to detail. If you want to talk yeah. about attention to detail, mate, did you see the dates on the contract? Fuck off. <laughs> what were you what were you watching it in? 8K? No, no, they put, a, <laughs> they put a picture up on Instagram ages ago. Oh, okay. Um, what is it? It's like 2016 or something oh, like that. Oh, get in the bin. We <laughs> couldn't even be asked to fucking change the Print date off on a new one. Change one number. Multi-billion dollar company. They can't even be asked to fucking change two numbers on a piece of paper. Lazy, lazy scrotes. Um, go on. <laughs> speaking of lazy, uh, we go to a match that we had last week. <laughs> Lana and Asuka versus Shayna and Naya. Um, um, so, can I have a gripe about Sarah first? Oh, you want to talk about Sarah the shit stirrer? Oh, stirrer. You might just, fucking guess, mate. I'll just, just, can, can you tell us what you and Asuka just discussed there? Um, why would she just before her match when Naya and Shayna are probably just next door waiting to get in anyway? No, so, Shayna yeah. are literally off camera. Yeah, so <laughs> also fuck off. Something, something you've missed there, Aaron, which you may be about to say, but I, I don't know. Yeah, the actual was, quote was she wouldn't understand, but Shayna and hair will. So Lana's just fucked and give away the finish there, hasn't she? Yep. So anyway, speaking of giving away your plan, uh, Naya Jax decides to tell Sarah our plan. Uh, I assume it was on the screen whilst Asuka Lana just stood in the ring awkwardly for five minutes. Yeah, these 
these bits are getting weird, aren't they? Oh, well, Lindsay, yeah, you literally in Gorilla as your music hits. All the other people yeah. are just stood in the ring watching you being interviewed from where they've just walked from. I don't, I don't hate the whole interviewing Gorilla and then they walk out to the match. I think that's quite a cool thing to do. It's when they do it for every single match. Yeah, yeah. For good guy and bad guy. Mm. Sometimes both before the match, like in this case. And it, it's like we, t- we talk about WWE doing stuff and then they'll get like good feedback on it, so they'll just do it to death. And yeah. this, was, this was an example of that. Yeah. You got probably got good feedback. Oh, yeah, that's quite a cool, like, different shot you're using there. Okay, we'll use that all the time. Every time. Yeah. Like the just, the fir- like the first time they did the slow-mo shot of Riddle kicking his flip-flops off, and now it's a weekly thing. Ugh, yeah. like my girlfriend was watching Survivor Series. She was like, oh, you see the really cool thing they did with Riddle when he came into the ring? I was like, yep, I see it every week. She was like, yeah, yeah, oh, it takes worry, a shine off loads. it. Again, Isn't the same thing cool? with... <laughs> <laughs> with Drew and the sword and put it in and the fireworks did it for Survivor Series oh that's really cool he did it this week that that should have been his mania entrance your entrance yeah 100% a big four entrance at a push yeah. he should have had, he shouldn't have had it when he was winning the belt of all and he should have brought that out against Roman yeah but again just WWE like oh it's so cool guys latch on to a good do thing every week do it to death anyway yeah. speaking of being done to death I know this has only been well this actual match itself has only been done like twice and I'm already sick of it because we're getting at the pay-per-view as well it's <laughs> about the 10th time we've had it <laughs> yeah basically um, th- this is the other thing I've got a great with actually before we start talking about this <laughs> it is to do with this match <laughs> he's on one so, today <laughs> Dave oh I've, I've had two days to fucking fester over Raw with this mate <laughs> I've been in a bad mood for two days because of Raw um, <laughs> two fucking days I can't wait for Mox Omega later it's gonna it's gonna cheer me right up hopefully unless fucking Shaq shows up and ruins it for everyone um, <laughs> anyway we're not talking about AW talking about Raw right they have booked Lana as if she's like never wrestled before in her life and all of a sudden she's fucking Matt wrestling with Shane. I've written this I've put why is it they've suddenly making Lana look like some technical Matt wizard? Yeah. Yeah. Behave yeah. against Shayna Baszler of all people who tear your arm off and beat you with the soggy end. The boat trained her boys, remember? The boat, the greatest of all, the best of all time, sorry. No. The botch of all time. <laughs> no. 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 For me. Yeah, um, and like you um, say, I don't get it. Why are they making her look like this? Yeah, because like the whole thing with Survivor Series where like you're not allowed on the ring apron because you shift and now she's fucking two weeks late removed she's all of a sudden a good wrestler like that's Piss not that's like, that, it's not a jab at Lana either I want to just clarify that like mm. I think Lana's like as we've said in the past she's improved leaps and bounds in oh, the last like, couple of weeks yeah 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 um, last couple of weeks months but don't try and bullshit the fans that yeah supposedly watch it every week yeah and make them think she's a shit wrestler one minute and all of a sudden she's fucking Owen Hart the next like we've watched her for the best part of two months be put through tables and be jobbed out and now and buried sudden, the fuck and now yeah. all of a sudden she's like, like credible mat wrestler why are we meant to be invested in this yeah yeah if, if they're gonna make if they're gonna present someone like shit why should we care mm-hmm. yeah basically Amen. what happened with this match Lana fucking re- out wrestled Shayna Baszler for a bit Shayna Baszler um, stomped on her ankle and Rusev cried about it on Twitch. 
Um, <laughs> and um, Naya, Naya like botched something and fucking jumped over Lana out the ring for reasons. Um, and then they did a bit where they swung them into the barricade. I was genuinely worried Naya was going to injure Lana there. Yeah, well, I did. Um, I thought she was going to get the timing off and just put her the other way. <laughs> yeah. For her into, to ask her. Um, Lana pushed Naya into the ring post. Asuka, um, Shining Wizard Shayna, um, as Lana's in the Kirifu, the clutch, and Lana pins Shayna. Crap. They make Lana look one minute like she's she can hold her own and the neck like she's fucking looking away into a win. Mm. Well, speaking she, of Lana holding her own, did anyone see her cell of when she was getting choked on the middle rope by Shayna? And anyway, yeah, she know yeah. like, oh, she, it was like she got stunned by Stone Cold and she was the rock. She <laughs> fell right back and then flipped over. <laughs> She's obviously been, <laughs> gone to the, the Scott Hall school of selling. <laughs> that stunner. Was it, was it like when Batista got pushed there by yeah, Mark Henry? And he it, was was exact, it was exactly <laughs> he waited like, like that. He waited like five but, seconds and then took the bump. Yeah, she stumbled so far back and then done like a back. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that Batista one. Oh, Dave. <laughs> it's, a, it's almost as good as the uh, Scott Steiner one where he gets thrown into the apron. And like, he, he like. He doesn't quite get his hands on whoever he's throwing, and they just throw themselves into the fucking apron. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, that happened again. Lana runs away again. Um, Naya flips out again. Again. Lana doesn't go through a table again. Again. Um, I'm just bored of it. I'm just really bored of it. Lana, Lana does remember to stop running this time. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Mother of her. One, one um, positive. <laughs> yeah. Um, after this, we get Seamus seething about the Miz and Morrison beating him up. Drew laughs at him because he's a good friend. That's um, what good friends do. They laugh at each other. Yeah. Like when we laughed at you, Aaron, when shit. you made a silly bet and lost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, 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 give, he gives him shit like we do for Aaron for having to shave his head. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I was just thinking, well, if if they're dedicating so much time to you on Raw, why didn't you fucking go and make the save, Nobbit? Yeah, yeah. Too big for him now. <laughs> Hopefully, they add that in the story like later because someone did say where it was true. Yeah, yeah, um, they did. Anyway, after this, we got um, one of my, what I thought was the highlights of the show: uh, mm-hmm. Wood versus Cedric Alexander. Yep. Uh, got a pro- new day promo to start. Kofi congratulates Woods on being a new host on G4, uh, which is well, like a video game and channel in America, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you like how he had the mic in Xavier Woods position? Mm-hmm. And then because he had to talk like Austin Creed, he as spun in it around. serious, he made it serious by holding it normally. Very good. And he was I like, up on right. That. I'm going to go back in character now. I've done that. I bet Vince was fucking furious that Kofi called him Austin Creed on telly. (laughs) (laughs) Vince was going purple. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, Wood types it up uh, and up and down, down, and thanks, everyone. Um, This was quite cool, though, because it was like, it really, like, pulled the curtain back. And, like, Mm. that's what's so good about up and down, down. Like, you get to see people that you wouldn't in, like, 
ways you wouldn't normally see them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like there's a few there's a few wrestlers that I've seen on Uncle Dan Dan who I didn't necessarily not didn't like, but I didn't like think Just I'd get on with them as well as yeah. I do now from seeing them on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same. So yeah, it's like it's it's cool that they kind of let him do that. Mm-hmm. Um he also says the future king of the ring, give him the crown. He's gonna get that crown. Get it. Get um, it. <laughs> I, I'd be happy if they give either universal title, Kofi's had the WWE title, Woods is King of the Ring. That'd be yeah. cool for me. Yeah. Um he, he needs that crown. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh Kofi get Kofi gets Woods to uh, recap them beating the hair business. This was weird because they were kind of tweenerish, I thought, in this. Mm. A little bit. You were a little bit a couple of times though, haven't we? Like it's the same as Survivor yeah, Series kind of, against uh, the Prophets. Yeah, they've since yeah since uh, they went to Raw, they've been showing more shades of grey than anything else. I thought, mm. like even with the hair business last week when they like won by count on, like, oh it's a day off, we're not gonna put, we're, we're, you've you've lost. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that. Um, yeah, they they recap all three matches. They do kind of like a, a TV flashback, which was quite cool. <laughs> uh, just because it was different mm. um, which means WWE is going to do it every fucking New Day segment we get from now on God. Yeah. Um, yeah they recap all three matches um, Wood says they beat them three times and then MVP um, co- hair business come out Wood says where are the other teams which yeah. is what I was thinking where um, are the other tag teams <laughs> yeah um, Vince broke them all up in the draft sorry Woods yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> You might you might get Andrade and Angel Garza in about six months' time when people forget they were a team. Um, <laughs> so, heavy machinery. <laughs> who? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So MVP corrects him and says the two-two because of the count out and obviously hair business win the first time round. Um, says that he says they'll take the ta- tag titles off the new day, and then we get to Cedric versus Woods. Um, Cedric jumps Woods before the bell. He blocks the tornado DDT and hangs Woods up on the top rope. Um, grounds Woods a lot, and then Woods fires up, starts chopping him. Uh, did you notice he chopped him five times and then the bit did the biggie? Oh, did he? I like that. Oh, I um, didn't pick up on that. That's awesome. Uh, then he had to roll him forearm and uh, some kicks, and then he on a roll for two. Uh, Cedric Alexander reverses a powerbomb into a brain buster, which was fucking mental. Yes. Cedric Alexander's it, brain busters look awesome. He did one the other week as well, which was impressive. Yeah. Cedric Alexander is so good. Yeah. And you forget because he's been booked so fucking badly for most of his run WWE. Like when he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, he was amazing when he was like yep. tearing that down Kota. Yeah. Um, when he was in 205 Live doing that first run with the Cruiserweight title, he was yeah. brilliant. And then they kind of like... Go on, go on. They kind of just shit over him for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Was it him that he lost in the Cruiserweight Classic, but Triple H gave him a contract anyway? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I remember He had an amazing match with him. Was it not Corbyshire? Yeah. Yeah. Lost, and everyone was chanting, um, Hiya, Cedric. Nice. And Triple H come out like a dead proud dad, like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, 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 I'll do it, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. Like a fucking dad trying to be cool. Um, <laughs> trying to be cool in front of your mates. <laughs> um, Cedric shoves Woods into the barricade. He goes for a dive. Woods reverses it and throws him into the barricade. And then from nowhere, Cedric just hit the lumbar check to win. Yeah. 
like literally, literally just... Woods was on top. <laughs> yeah. And then as they come in, said like it was good the way he did it so quick. But I was yeah. like, proper the impact. Did that come from? The thing is, because yeah, the the looks, yeah. I love it as a move. It looks like a really horrible move to take. So the fact that he's pulled it from out of nowhere and won with it kind of puts it over as a bit more of a devastating finisher because it doesn't look yeah. nice in the first place. The fact that you can just whip that out and finish someone, I think it's cool. Yeah, well, that, that's what he was doing when he was cruiserweight champion. He's literally just popping it, yeah. like pop yeah. people from nowhere and throw it on them. And it looked vicious um, in the cruiserweight division because they bump around like maniacs. Well, you I was to- about to say the way Wood sold it as well was incredible. yeah. yeah. Like Wood sold it like he'd literally been fucking stabbed in the back with something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed that match. As I say, yeah, same. I was I was pretty much hating Raw up until that point, mm. and then that happened. I was like, oh, there's some hope. There's some hope because I knew what else some. was coming. <laughs> Speaking of what what else was coming, um, Riddle, yay! He's another one who I want them to just put in the fucking cupboard and let him go stale because I'm fed <laughs> up with like this week. Can I, just, can I just oh, ask, just, just before we move on to that, right at the end of that match between Cedric and Woods, when Cedric goes up the ramp and walks up, and Cedric's on the ramp on his own, yeah. the rest of the Herbers is getting to celebrate, and they're like, why has he walked off? And they look kind of put out by it. We don't see them splitting them up already, do we? Or taking, I, taking Cedric I, out already, do we? I don't see them doing that. I did notice that. I, I don't know why I didn't write it down, actually, because I was going to actually talk about this. Um I think it was just the, the thing that happened straight after upset me too much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I feel like they, they kind of, obviously they always highlight Cedric's like lack of experience mm. in comparison to like Bobby Shelton MVP. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like his lack of experience, um, do, do you like use it as maybe a way to say he's going to cost, cost them the match with the new day to kind of, protect the hair business in a way that right. then he can kind of like give him tough love and then either Cedric turned like a massive baby face from it uh-huh. or it makes him like become an even more vicious heel. Yeah, yeah. They, they sort of did that before, didn't they? Because he was off TV for a week or two and they're like, oh, he's gone to Hurt Business boot camp or something. And oh, I think, and he had and, the Rona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he, even MVP kind of mentioned, oh, we've, we've sent him off to boot camp or something. And then he came yeah. back and was more aggressive. Maybe they go down that, and every time he steps out of line, they send him off, and he comes back eventually to a point where actually well, he's sorting himself out and they win. That's the first uh, big like singles win he's had, hasn't he? Yeah. Like, didn't he lose to Ricochet? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the match. Um, when he where, first became the heart business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he lost to Ricochet a few times, so obviously him, him and Shelton's pinned um, pinned the uh, what's his name? Was it Kofi or Woods? He pinned one of them anyway. Yeah. Uh, when he when he like become number one contender, so obviously they and he did the thing at Survivor Series as well with the Lashley match where Cedric got like a bit too wound up by Sammy and then nearly cost Lashley the match. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Planting them so seeds. I'm thinking, yeah, I think he's I think just a ba- young boy. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're basically like kind of trying to say that in because it it I don't I don't know if it sort of shows um, like shades of evolution almost this faction. Yeah, I get what you Where mean. You've yeah, so you've got like MVPs in the flare position. Yeah, and then. Um, 
what's his name? Bobby Lashley is in the Triple H one. Yeah. Shelton's in like Batista's role. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Cedric's Randy Orton. Orton, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's where they're going with it. Like they're kind of using it as a way to eventually be able to say Cedric Alexander's going to be the breakout star of this. Mm -hmm. All the other guys are like, not in the twilight of the career, but they're like, they don't a little need bit more like seasoned in their career. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't need they they don't really need to be elevated because even though like Shelton had barely been on TV since he came back for whatever reason he brought him back, mm. and Lashley was kind of like used up like sparingly as well and on and off and then shit storylines. Yeah. Um, I feel like Cedric's like the one where they had the chance to push him when he was feuding with AJ and he nearly did. Mm. And for whatever reason, he soured on him. And then now they're probably thinking, shit, we could have fucking had a ready-made star there. Yeah. Let's quickly as, work as, as I say, As I say, there's two ways they can go about it. They can either have, have the hair business eventually turn on Cedric and then he's a massive baby face. Mm-hmm. Or they can have him be more vicious and he's more of a cunt of a heel. It yeah. just depends which way yeah, they go. Yeah. They've yeah. got them. For once, they've kind of like badly booked themselves into a decent position with somebody. Um yeah. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they go with it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, after this, we get Riddle. Yay. Um, <laughs> he, he calls AJ a rabbit, almost laughs because he's friends with Riddle. That's all I've put. Um, I thought this was fucking garbage. Hot, hot garbage. And the thing is, I've seen people talking about it, like going, oh yeah, just let Riddle be himself. Like, yeah, just letting him be himself. And then there's fucking... Just having him be a dickhead backstage. And this is what he's been. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's like, I'm all for letting people be themselves. I'm all for like letting people like channel their character, but we didn't need three fucking backstage segments with Riddle. Nah. I think we certainly... Go on. Yeah. I was going to say, we certainly didn't need like shit like this where he's just yeah. chatting crap. Exactly. thing is, they let him be his own character in NXT, and I didn't find him this irritating there. Yeah. It's like, like, oh yeah, make loads of weed jokes. Be like, just just ham up the stone. I think it's fine. Weed, bro, dope, <laughs> grass, munchies, munchies, fertilizer, garbage. Come on, Matthew. Um, yeah. So <laughs> after this, we get uh, Keith Lee versus AJ versus Riddle. Um, Keith Lee's a jobber. Pass it on. Why is Keith Lee a jobber? <laughs> Was he a jobber? Because <laughs> he didn't come out. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He was in the ring. He came out first. No, he came out first. There's new music and all, mate. He's got new music to put over. How dare you think you get a job reference? Maybe you didn't see it on on the the highlights you watched. He definitely got an entrance. Maybe maybe I fell asleep again. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) you did have have that riddle segment before, mate. It nearly put me to fucking... It's fair enough, yeah. I can understand (laughs) you going for a little siesta before this. I I nearly had a fucking (laughs) breakdown watching it, I'll be honest with you. Um, (laughs) So, anyway, the match itself, I thought this was a really fun match. Um, Did you hear, before you go into the match, sorry, I should have shouted earlier. Um, Did you hear a New Day Rocks chant? A riddle came out. No. Like, just at the bottom of the rampway, and he's going around the corner, like, onto the steps, no. doing his little dance. Really? There, there was definitely a new day. To, it wasn't a riddle or anything like he does. It wasn't is a it, bro, bro, bro. Go back, go back and listen to that. 
Yeah. Is this like that Terminator thing you keep hearing in NXT, which doesn't happen? No. Do, 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 no. Do, 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 do. Can you that imagine a unique different show? I'm telling <laughs> you, you, there's reckon, a new day rocks channel. You reckon, right? I've just got a theory just to get completely sidetracked. Do you reckon when Aaron hears that Terminator thing, it's because Kenny Omega's on the screen on AEW and they're watching to like in the production because <laughs> they, they do that, don't they? They, watch, like, they used to do it with WCW and they do it with AEW. Apparently they watch like what's going on on the rival show so they can like go, okay, fuck, we'll switch this segment to this so it's more interesting. Uh, oh, maybe don't. Just, some truth I in just that. Wait, then. that. That might yeah. actually be it. I mean, yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather just enjoy... Up, to be honest, rather <laughs> enjoy both shows, but yeah, both shows, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to the match. <laughs> um, side track finished, <laughs> side track finished. So, uh, AJ rolls out pretty much as soon as the bell goes, and then he pulls Riddle out, throws him into barricade, and they both move before Keith can dive on them. Uh, Keith leapfrogs both men at the same time, which was fucking crazy. And he hits a cross Buick on um, cross Buick on Riddle because Buick yeah, is so a explain. really big car. So I knew what a Buick was before, but I didn't understand. Oh, oh well done, Troy! You picked it up for the first time in a bit of months. No, that's well because done, because every time you said it, you said cross buoy. Because Joe <laughs> cannot speak for shade. Nor can you, apparently. Well. <laughs> I find it quite ironic a Scottish person saying Joe can't speak speak for shit. Hold on now. Hold on. Um, yes, it's a cross Buick, and the reason he says Buick is because Buicks are really big fucking cars in America. And yeah, and also, to be fair, Aaron, we weren't paying attention to that until you made made such a big point about it. Well, <laughs> no one was telling me what it was, so Because no one was paying attention to it. If it was well, NXT UK, then he'd have called him like a, a it'd be a cross Volvo or equally as big a car, <laughs> a, a, a cross, cross Land Rover, a cross Land Rover Discovery, <laughs> a, a cross Land Rover Defender. I don't know something really fucking big, but it's not. It's a Buick because it's America. So don't ever ask that question yeah. again. <laughs> Put it in the cupboard. Let it go stale. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, back to the match. Um, so Lee throws um, AJ into Almas. Almas like pops AJ up on the apron, and AJ hits the sliding eight like he did against Orton. I guess that's becoming like a new spot for them, um, which I'm uh-huh. okay with. I quite like it. Uh, Riddle hits a springboard floating bro on both men. That um, looks goes- shite again. It just looks yeah. like it can't be arsed to do it. <laughs> yeah. So he puts no effort into it whatsoever. It's too high, mate. That's why. How, how much weed is too much weed? Um, well, Riddle, Riddle goes for a broton. AJ kicks him out the air. Um, Lee then throws AJ into the ring post. Um, Lee throws Riddle around. Riddle fires up. Lee goes for a spirit bomb. Riddle locks in a triangle choke. Um, Lee then uses Riddle to take AJ out, which looked great. Yeah. Um, Riddle kicks Lee and explodes AJ. And then he, I was so disappointed with this pounce he took. Oh, really? <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen? I know. I know. Aaron's definitely seen it. I don't know if you have, Troy. The one that he did in PWG. No. Where it's literally corner to corner. Really. I'll send you the gif of it in a minute. Okay. Um, um, so from seeing that, 
I knew what they were capable of doing. Right. So when he did it, I was like, oh, it was <laughs> like a sack of shit. The only um, good one I've seen is the one in uh, on Adam Cole in NXT. From a while, little while he back. goes yeah. flying over. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whilst that happens, some more jokes. <laughs> uh, that took the pants out of his shoes, but he's not wearing any. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> we we know that because because <laughs> he's never worn shoes. He barely wears flip flops. Right. Do you know how I know he wears flip flops? Because yeah. you show us a slow mo of him kicking them off at the start of every match. Do you think he goes and Did... picks them up every week? Did so like them off the following week again? <laughs> <laughs> Did Samoa Joe go to the Booker T School of Commentary? <laughs> because they're oh, both hang like. On. I didn't hear him go shucky ducky quack quack at any no, point. No, but they both they both speak quicker than they can fucking think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They just say stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky ducky quack quack indeed just um, to confirm something for Aaron I've just gone back and watched that clip of Riddle coming around to the ring and there is a New Day Rocks chant yes I was right oh yes yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Sure, thank you wing there, you lads. Um, <laughs> so I'm not delusional I'm not hearing things first first and last time I back you up um AJ fires up on Lee, hits a running forearm after the kicks, and then it gets two. Uh, Riddle breaks up a superplex. He tries to powerbomb Keith. Uh, his back gives away, and then Keith, like, overhead belly to bellies him. But, like, when I say overhead, I mean, he doesn't leave his feet. He just throws him over the top of him. Um, <laughs> AJ goes for a Styles clash. Keith Jam- uh, goes for a German on AJ. Uh, Riddle Germans AJ. Keith attempts um, to do one on Riddle. Excuse me. Um but, he, but Riddle lands on his feet. He chops the shit out of Lee. Lee then grizzly magnums him in return. Riddle hits a pair of final flashes on Keith. And then, believe it or not, because you wouldn't know from the fucking camera angle that Kevin Dunn did, AJ hit a phenomenal forearm on, on Riddle. But you just see Riddle waiting to take it. Like, come on, bro. Come on. Come at me, the bro. The water's great. <laughs> Edge and fucking Dolph with the rumble all over again. <laughs> where he didn't catch the shot. Oh, it's God. all right. You guys were in the crowd. You fucking saw it. I had to wait for like ten days for <laughs> the fucking show replay. Um, sorry, you didn't hear me cry, cry in the background, going, "No, Dolph, no." So that's fine. <laughs> At least somebody was. Um, yeah, <laughs> least someone cared that Dolph just got like murdered with a spear. Um, everyone, everyone around me looking at me funny, just laughing at me whilst I'm crying. <laughs> Everyone's popping for age, and I'm just greeting. At, at least, at least you're in Texas, so you didn't get a text off Baz. They're asking why you're crying so loud. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, after this, Charlie. <laughs> Oh, oh sorry. It's all right. <laughs> um you gotta laugh at these things, only mate. Otherwise you'll cry. Um, <laughs> after this, Charlie asks Ms. and Morrison if they have a plan B for Drew. Um and she they, they just basically ramble on about stuff and then she goes, You haven't got a real plan, have you? And they just walk off in a huff. Um Dana Brooke and, uh then has a match with uh, Reckoning. 
there's like a little promo where Reckoning says that they, you know, had the audacity to attack Ali, and Ali says more retribution things. Um, this will be your day of reckoning. Ah! Good game. Got that on the oh, game. 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 I've, good game on the I've game. Um, one and two. They're both very good games. <laughs> yeah. Better than this match was, I'll tell you. Well, well yeah. <laughs> so straight up, reckoning it's a drop kick on Dana. Um puts her in the corner, starts punching her, and a mask falls off. Did you know, hey. guys? Reckoning's me or you? No. no, I was shocked. Honest. Um Relic is killer yeah. backwards. Is it? <laughs> Every time. Every time. I, had, I, had down, I had it down as leave a base under that mask. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were long overdue and Naomi returned, to be honest, but there we go. <laughs> um, so, anyway, um, Dana Mounter. Did you notice the commentary didn't address once that Reckoning's mask had fallen off? Apparently there was a reason for that, which is Vince just wants to keep Mia Yim and Reckon and separate, even though they keep like bringing up like how Retribution uh, put these masks on and put give themselves silly names like Slap Nuts and Tea Bag because um, they were forgotten <laughs> because they were mistreated in NXT, which is ironic, really, when you think about it. Um, I took them seriously when they were in NXT. Poor sods. Um, yeah. Anyway, Reckoning grounds Dana. Um, Dana fires up. Ali distracts Dana. Reckoning goes for a big boot. Dana rolls her up, wins. Ali then, Ali then says there's no failure in retribution, which is ironic because um, they lost like pretty much the first three matches. <laughs> and they were jobbed out like the first fucking couple of weeks they were actually wrestling. Yep. Um, and then he yells at Reckoning for letting the slack go unpunished. Um I'm guessing she's going to be fucking berated next week as well. Yeah. And that's going to be the storyline. Maybe she wants to follow him. Maybe she wants to follow Mercedes back to, uh, to <laughs> NXT. It's disappointing, isn't it? I think we said this before. Do you remember how much intrigue there was over Retribution? Like three, four months ago. Don't, yeah, and, don't, and, don't, don't think look, about what we look said. Look where we are now. <laughs> remember him? Remember when they teased the faction debut on Raw, a new faction, and everyone thought it was the Undisputed Era getting called up? <laughs> we got excited, and then we got the shit. <laughs> Imagine. Oh Jesus! I suppose at least it's um, at least it's Shane Thorne and not Adam Cole wearing a fucking hockey mask. Out. Fucking. Got to take well. the little victories every now and again, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> so speaking of little victories, after this, um, AJ gets given a peach pie. From Ms. Morrison. Yeah. Almost says it's not a pie, it's a cupcake because he's fucking massive. Because he's fucking massive. Because <laughs> um, he's got hands like fucking yeah. shovels. Um, it's crap. Yeah. Uh, that, that happened. Yeah. And speaking of crap, uh, MVP mocks Riddle for losing. Riddle makes a load of weed jokes because did you know that he's a stoner? Did you know he's just like a poor man's RVD? Because I fucking didn't. Um, <laughs> RVD if you got him off wish uh, <laughs> MVP says he's glad Riddle Riddle lost um, he pie faces Riddle and then before Riddle can do anything about it Bobby Hurt locks Riddle um, so I guess we're getting that match and then Keith Lee goes up to Sheamus and says he thinks he's got intent to turn on Drew and then Sheamus walks away and goes be right back I'm going to go to turn on my tag partner now <laughs> <laughs> 
Why? Great. Um, Good one. <laughs> and then, did you know, guys? Do you know, right, that the Drew McIntyre is from Scotland and he's a Scottish <laughs> warrior? And Aaron, uh, what, what, um, what kind of sword and kilt do you have in your ethic, mate? Because everyone has them in Scotland, don't they? Well, well, I've. <laughs> is yours one of those little ones you get from like Alton Towers? Like the you get the Christmas for Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the ones you're winning like an arcade or a fair or something. <laughs> um, so whilst we're whilst we're on this, then Phillips is last one of the night. I think yeah, his last one of the night. Fucking one. Here comes me. the champ with his ancestral chest items. Yeah, they've started, so, pull, they've started so pulling it. His ancestral so, chest. So, so it's almost like Phillips <laughs> doesn't know to call it a claymore or a kilt because it's not a kilt, it's a blanket. <laughs> it's a picnic blanket that you've just stuck a button on the side it's of. It's a picnic blanket, to, mate. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, it's better than them, like, with Piper, where they used to just call it a skirt. Wow. <laughs> and Piper was actually wearing a fucking kilt half the time. Like an actual kilt. <laughs> yeah. It's like no one knows what to call them, so they're just it's, like it's all those budget cuts they had to make when they um they had to, you know, fire loads of staff, take the twitch away from them. Drew has to wear just a shit version of a kilt. Budget cuts, mate. Yeah. Vince <laughs> Vince has got to get his own personal sword from his house to give to Drew and say it's his family heirloom. <laughs> Did you also notice that Shame has called it heirlooms a heirloom? Heirloom, yeah, um, I noted that. The fuck is a heirloom? <laughs> the only thing that's luminous and that hair is yours, no. Ginger. It's a, it's, it's a, <laughs> like a fucking it's a neon limb, light. It's a limb band you could use as a hair bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Right, right jog anyway, on. So Jesus. Basically. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let's move on through this. So we're almost at the end, lads. It's fine. Um, so yeah, Drew gets interviewed by Charlie. Um, he just basically says what he's going to do, um, and says he does whatever he says he's going to do. Rather, I should say, he talks about humble and Roman and Roman cheating. So I guess we're getting a rematch somewhere down the line. Um, yeah. He says Roman won the battle. He'll win the raw, the raw, the war. This is raw. Um, Raw's War <laughs> Raw's War <laughs> Drew, um, Drew says the match will be phenomenal with AJ and he goes oh see what I did there thanks Drew mm-hmm. he's so hell, cool Drew. just stick to kicking people in the chops lad remember remember when Drew was great and now look what they've done so they, they yeah. fucking killed him in a week bastards <laughs> um, he says he's going to fold Morrison up Stick him in the money in the bank briefcase and shove it up Mrs. Arse. Great. Right. Great television, this guys. Now now let's Fucking have a tag match. Awesome writing by by an old man with the mind of a child. Um <laughs> uh, after this we get the actual match, which is Drew and Seamus versus Miz and Morrison. Um AJ's on commentary. Seamus beats up Miz for a lot of it. Mo- Morrison tries to do parkour things. Seamus <laughs> just clotheslines him. Um he hits 10 beats of the Bowdrum and on Morrison and then Miz. Um, then he steamrollers Miz onto Morrison. Um, he gets distracted and mouths off at AJ and stares down with Olmos. And the heels throw Sheamus into the announce table and that's how they get the advantage. Um, they really did a 
good job of making Miz and Morrison and then in turn Sheamus looking fucking dreadful in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, so the heels work over Sheamus, keep him isolated. He hits, they keep calling it a pump knee strike. It's just a fucking bro kick. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a bro kick where he's not bent his leg. Yeah. He's not straightened his leg enough. Yeah. So he's fucking caught them with the knee by mistake. It, it, he just needs to stop doing it. Um, <laughs> sorry, Seamus. Love you, but no. Come on, mate. Play the game. Um, tagged in Drew. Uh, Drew beats up Miz and Morrison. They throw... Right. The well, what's going yeah. on this hot tag then? Uh, a line <laughs> from Samoa Joe that semi be mentioned here. So... This is how Samoa Joe said it. Sheamus needs to reach across the Giants' causeway to the scores, uh, shores of Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Have you ever been to Scotland, Joe? Right. <laughs> Firstly, where's Giants' causeway? Is it not in Ireland? Yeah. How far is the gap yeah, between Ireland and Scotland? It's in Ireland, yeah. Yeah. Well, Northern Ireland. It's bollocks. He's making bullshit well, references. Uh, if you'd have said Hadrian's Wall, I'd have believed it a bit more. No, no, because Giants Causeway was meant, to, was meant to be like a bridge between Scotland and Ireland, wasn't it? Oh, suck a dick. That's why. That's, that's what. It, no, that's why. That's why he's done it. He's done some research. Obviously, not enough. You've got to commend him for because it's better than the thunder rolling across the Highlands, isn't it, mate? Um. <laughs> um <laughs> Ah, uh, okay, fine. But yeah, he's done some research on on a, a landmark. Well done for him. Um, well done, Joseph. That's in the wrong country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, it connects Northern Ireland and Scotland, not the Republican Scotland. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Son's crying. Um, so yeah, Drew beats them up. Uh, he goes to tag Sheamus in. Morrison pulls him off the apron, throws him into the crowd. AJ hits a phenomenal forearm for a DQ. Morrison hits Starship Lane. Um, and Starship Miz hits the Lane. <laughs> I, I st- wow. I've, st- I've stole that off a, a mate of mine. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, Miz hits the skull crushing finale. Um, AJ then gets the briefcase and goes to hand it in and Miz starts kicking off going, no, that's my thing. I need to do that. And then, which time, Drew's no selling the finish. He's like he's fucking seen it. Um, hits a claymore on Miz. AJ rolls out the ring like as Drew's about to do something. And he like lands on Olmus' shoulder. <laughs> and then AJ's like, well, you're lucky that he's holding me back here because otherwise... I'll get you. And all of a sudden, just backing up with him on his shoulder. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. That was a funny I, visual. <laughs> I love AJ in this role. He's brilliant. Like, that was a highlight of the show for me. Mm-hmm. Just AJ being a gobshite like that. Um, <laughs> and that was a episode of Raw that was painful to get through. Felt like put about a decade on me. <laughs> you, th- you think Drew was the one that was pregnant for nine months and fucked off? <laughs> oh, don't make because um, imagine when fucking Becky comes back. Oh. This is what they're gonna do. It's just gonna have like vignettes of it for fucking the whole show, and then she'll do one interview, squash someone, and make them look like shit. Um, 
We're gonna we're gonna get a Celtic faction, aren't we? We're gonna get Seamus, Drew, and Becky, God. and they're all gonna have family heirlooms from their chest. <laughs> Nonsense. Well, Becky's sword will be all like steampunky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a a ball of milk sword from Final Fantasy or something. <laughs> a ball of milk for Becky's chest. <laughs> right, move on. Highs and fucking lows. I'll start. Um, I said at my low right. point was the entire um, <laughs> My high point was when it finished and I didn't have to watch it anymore. Um, yeah. My low point was everything else. Nah, to be fair, um, high point was probably either the triple threat or Cedric versus Woods. They were both fun. Wasn't all bad. Um, oh. But... It was mostly bad. Yeah. Uh, Aaron? Well, what about you guys? Um, I think I think I'm going to have to go the Firefly Funhouse is a week for me because I'll, the Fiend shouldn't have a weakness, really. Yeah. Agreed. Especially, Agreed. especially against Orton. Mm. Really. Um, high point. Fuck, boys. Where we go for you? It's um, tough, isn't it? <laughs> fuck me. I think I'm going to have to agree and say the triple threat. Yeah, there's nothing really else. Triple threat. Yeah. Um, my high trying? point. My high point would be uh, the triple threat. It was decent. Enjoyed that. Um, I think it made Liam Riddle look pretty strong in places, actually. Despite neither of them picking up the win, I think they both came out looking quite good. Um, even though Riddle was annoying as fuck in the build-up to that all night. Um, <laughs> a low point um, was Reckoning and Dana Brooke. It's just shit. Yeah. Um, wasn't that Reckoning's first match as well? Yeah, they made a, they made a big deal about it on commentary as well, being a first match. Yeah, that's crap. So yeah, that was my low point. And then jobbed out to Dana. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, yeah, it's get it's getting harder and harder to just like watch Raw every week, isn't it? Mm. Thankfully, we've got SmackDown. Do you moan about losing viewers? Well, yeah, we've still got the Tribal Chief. <laughs> But yeah, I know you're saying it. We've got, we've got, we've got the good four hours of wrestling tonight. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. Like said, they, they, try to watch it they complain about viewership and stuff like that, but then it's like, well, this is the show that you're putting out, and you expect people to still tune in. Yeah. Just yeah, it's it's fucking garbage. <laughs> and then when you think like. You, Where's you your optimism, that... boys? Fuck off. Come on now. What's that, Mies? Where's your optimism, boys? <laughs> you, you say something there? <laughs> you little pipsqueak. Can hear you? You can't, Where's, your... Oh. Where's your optimism, boys? Um, it, It's talking nosedive like Dolph's career. <laughs> wow. 
Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this was a really, really hard watch this week, Rob. Um, as I say, it's it's one of those things that you want you want to kind of find like good things to come from the show, but sometimes like there's just it, if if they're rewriting the show and literally fucking telling everyone what's going on twenty five minutes before it goes on air, surely that should show there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, they're not really doing anything to address it. They just seem to be making it worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's as I say, I, I really like want to try and find like positives whenever we watch this. It's getting more and more um, difficult, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's as if they desperately don't want people to watch it, so they just put <laughs> shit out every week. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, in all honesty, um, but yeah, that was raw. <laughs> Let us know how sad after talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know how shite you thought yeah. it was. Let, let us know what you think. <laughs> Where can they get at us on Twitter, Jay? At Untitled Rest Pod. Um, what about Facebook, Aaron? You're a podcast on Facebook and YouTube. What the hell was that? Fuck was that? Oh man! Oh god! Thanks for That's listening. Like so <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. guys! All the best. <laughs> Can I do the joke this week, please, Aaron? Fine. Dolph Ziggler. Wow. <laughs> anyway, you get a real joke. No, you get a real joke. What do you call a man who takes the cherry of his boss's dubiously aged daughter? A Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. Dig it. Jesus uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like art imitating life. <laughs> <laughs>